Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Greeting from Seattle. I'm so glad that we can talk about the most important person in our life, that is the Almighty God. And we know that God the Father is in heaven. God the Son was raised from the dead, and He is sitting at the right hand of the Father. And God the Father and the Son sent the Holy Spirit, who is also God of the Trinity, to be in our life. To help us every day, let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that you will teach us, you will reveal to us who the Holy Spirit is, and we can walk by the Holy Spirit every single day. We thank you, Father, for showing us how to walk in the Spirit, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I would like to really encourage you to get to know the Holy Spirit. Who is in you? If you are a born again Christian, you have the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of you, and the Holy Spirit is not an energy. He is not an object. He is not just power, but he is a divine person, and he can relate to us, fellowship with us, help us, teach us, and lead us. And in this lesson, I would like to. Continue to talk about the characteristic of the divine person that we call the Holy Spirit, so that we know how to relate to Him and to walk with Him every single day. For me, the most important person in my life on this planet Earth is the Holy Spirit. He is with me 24/7. He is a person who loves me and cares for me, definitely. The second person that is important for me is my wife, Hasada. Now let us look at the Bible together. Look at the Scripture together. Why we believe that the Holy Spirit is the divine person? The Bible says that the Holy Spirit has a will. He also has his own will, and he can make his own decisions, which are always in harmony with the. Will of the Father and of the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. In First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse eleven, the Bible say, "All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He gives them to each one, just as He determines." This scripture talk about the manifestation of the Holy Spirit or the gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of faith, the gift of miracle. Working power, the gift of tongues and interpretation, the gift of prophecy, the gift of words of knowledge and the word of wisdom, the gift of faith—all kinds of gifts that the Holy Spirit manifests Himself through us. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit make a determination, or He has His will, and He has His choice, or. He make decision. What kind of manifestation he will work through our life 
through you and through me. He can determine. He has the will. He has the determination and the decision. Objects such as piano, chairs, or car cannot make decision. They don't have wills. To have the Spirit of God manifest Himself to us and through us, we need to cooperate and obey with His will. We need to know His will. We need to learn how to hear His witness in our heart and cooperate with His decision. The best way to live on this earth is to follow the will of the Holy Spirit. And the will of the Holy Spirit is the same as the will of the Father in heaven. If we follow Him, we will be successful. We will have victory in our life, and we will definitely walk into the right door and do the right thing. And we can miss the trap of the enemy. The Spirit knows the will of God. When Christ returned to heaven after His resurrection. He placed the Holy Spirit in charge of the local church, and each of us is the part of the body of Christ, the local church. And the Holy Spirit is in charge of the whole church. He has a will of his own, and has decision-making responsibility on earth for the believers and for his body. Those who are working in the kingdom of God are subject to the direction. Of the spirit of the living God, we need to submit to and obey the will of the Holy Spirit. By warning the seven churches in Revelation, the Lord Jesus spoke to the Apostle John. He said this way: "He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches." You can see here that we need to open our spiritual ears to. Listen to the Spirit of God, who will lead the church, who will definitely teach the church and guide the church. You and me. Jesus acknowledged the existence of the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 20, verse 28, the Bible says, "Keep watch over yourself and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds." Of the church of God, which He bought with His own blood. You see, the one who make decision to anoint and to ordain and to appoint leadership in the church is the Holy Spirit. That's why, when we appoint leaders in the church, we don't go by voting or we don't go by the popularity of people or riches. Or who has more money? Who has more highly education? We go by the leading and the appointment of the Spirit of God. He is the head of the church. It is very vital that we stay in tune with the direction of the Holy Spirit. I would like to encourage you to listen to the teaching series called "Spirit Led Living." We need to be led by the Holy Spirit 24/7. We need to learn. How to hook up to His guidance, and we need to know the will of the Father. We obey Him, we submit to Him, we honor the Holy Spirit, and we let Him guide us every single step. When I perform surgery, 
the Holy Spirit knows the best way to perform surgery for each patient of mine, and I'm willing to be led by the Spirit in every single step of the surgery. So the Holy Spirit, in conclusion, He has the will, and He can make His own decision. His will is the same as the Father's will. Another thing about the Holy Spirit, He is a divine person. He has emotions. He has feelings like you and me. Tables, cars, and tree do not have the feelings and emotion, but the Holy Spirit has the emotion. He is capable of having compassion and concern. He is the divine person with feelings and heart desire. The Holy Spirit can love. Love is more than just a characteristic of God, but it is His character. The Holy Spirit has love inside Him. Romans chapter 15 verse 30, the Bible says, "I urge you, brother, by our Lord Jesus Christ, and by the love of the Spirit, to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me." You see, the Bible talk about the love of the Holy Spirit. He can love, and He has the feeling of love as well. The Holy Spirit so loves us that He reveals the Lord Jesus and the Father to us. I love revival. I love the outpouring of the Holy Spirit because the more the Holy Spirit touches me, the more I know the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God, and the more I know the Father in heaven. Because of His love, He reveals the Lord Jesus and the Father to us. He continues to love us and help us become more and more like the Lord Jesus Christ. The Spirit is the one who pour His love into our hearts, and in His ministry of leading people to Christ, the Spirit is motivated by love. He works in us to share the gospel, to witness, to give testimony, to love people, to take people out for dinner and show love to them, visit the sick in the hospital, pray for the sick. He motivates us to love our family members, our loved ones, and even strangers. The love of the Spirit moves in our heart so that we can tell people the good news and about the Lord Jesus Christ. Without the Spirit, the cross stands inert, but the Spirit makes the cross active through our personal experiences. And we can share that experiences with people. The Holy Spirit can be grieved as well, not just love. Nowhere in the Scripture can we find the words "grieve not God, the Father," or "grieve not God, the Son." God said to the Israelite in the wilderness, "You have vexed or grieved my spirit." Luke chapter twelve, verse ten. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. You can see here that you can really offend the Holy Spirit, and when you offend the Holy Spirit, that sin is not forgiven. 
Isaiah chapter 63 verse 10 yet they rebelled and grieved his holy spirit so he turned and became their enemy and he himself fought against them oh the last thing we want in our life is to have god fought against us and become our enemy and one of the ways that make god anger against people is that when they grieve and offend the holy spirit i myself don't want to offend the holy spirit when the holy spirit move in the church move in the meeting i'm not gonna laugh at the work of the holy spirit i'm not gonna look down on the work of the holy spirit i will not offend the holy spirit i will not talk against the fire of god i'm not gonna talk against revival of the outpouring of the holy spirit because i will offend the holy spirit and i put myself in the position of being an, an enemy to god in the original greek language to vex or to grieve carries the meaning of wearing down troubling or even affecting he can be quiet by man the holy spirit is tender sensitive and gentle that is why he can be grieved by sinners Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30 the bible say and do not grieve the holy spirit of god with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption again the bible commands us don't grieve the holy spirit the holy spirit is a person who is intensely sensitive to sin he sees our very thoughts our motives and he is grieved beyond words at our sinful attitude motive and action knowing this truth we have the great incentive to walk a holy life i tell you the truth i repent so quickly and i want to live a holy life because i want to please the holy spirit i don't want to grieve the holy spirit by my sin or by my bad attitude he is so gentle and loving that he has been called a dove or to be symbolized as a dove he is easily wounded he can be grieved by either our sinful actions or our wrong attitudes the word grieved or grieved in the original greek is lupa l o o p a which means to feel pain in the body and mind it means to suffer mentally and physically it means to have the mental anguish it also mean torment sorrow vexed offend insult or cause pain the holy spirit has a tender heart that will easily be offended and be grieved by our wrong action ephesians chapter 4 verses 27 and 29 no give place to the devil let him who stole still no longer but rather let him labor working with his hands what is good that he may have something to give him who has need let no corrupt word proceed out of our mouth but what is good for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearers just prior to the warning that we should not grieve the holy spirit we are told in this passage of the scripture that 
we should not give place to the devil or to yield to temptation and sin against God. We should not take advantage of other people. We should work hard and be a giver. We should not engage in corrupt speech or communication, because all these sinful actions grieve the Holy Spirit. Then Paul tells us how to please Him rather than grieve Him. In verses 31 and 32 in Ephesians chapter 4, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. We can see here that in order to please the Holy Spirit, we need to stay away from sinful attitude, wrong speech, and sinful actions. And we should be compassionate to other people, be a giver, loving other people. Don't gossip, don't talk bad things, but be a godly and righteous person. And then we can please Him. Now you learn two characteristics of the personhood of the Holy Spirit. He is a divine person. He has the will. He can make decisions. And He has emotions or feelings. He loves. He can be grieved. He can rejoice. The Bible talks about the joy of the Holy Spirit. The joy of the Holy Spirit is our strength. The Lord has taught me to surrender to the Holy Spirit in all circumstances, in all situations in my life, and let the Holy Spirit work in me and fill me with the joy of the Holy Spirit because the joy of the Spirit gives me strength. I believe that you will apply this teaching in your life that from now on you build relationship with the Holy Spirit, you surrender to Him, you love Him, you obey Him, you follow His will and action, and your Christian walk will be the walk of faith and love, and you shall have victory and breakthroughs all the days of your life. You shall be protected and you shall be fruitful. Thank you so much for spending time with me. I really encourage you to walk by the Holy Spirit, to follow the Holy Spirit and please Him every single day. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next session. I will continue to talk about the personhood of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.
to her.